Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Jello-Kun and Zach. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. This is Jellicoon, along with Zach. I figured this intro song was fitting. Yeah, <laughs> and the events it's not what we're reviewing, but I guess it is the first thing we're going to discuss. Yeah, I yep. kind of And Zaldar like is also here. I was going to get to you, you jackass. <laughs> okay, well, you didn't sound, you sounded like you were starting to talk about stuff, and then we're just going to, you know, ignore me. Oh, Zaldar is impatient I know like I'm a not, child. Uh, I know I'm not the really the color commentator anymore, the the normal one, but you know <laughs> I'm still here. And Zaldar is here too. Yes, amazingly <laughs> enough. Uh, yeah, and I actually watched some of the same shows as everybody else, which is you watched totally... it first. Did I? Oh, okay. I mean, All I right just—I then. mean, you've been bugging me to finish it. I just finished it like last week. So there you go. Well, you, we didn't. We start watching it about the same time, or did I actually start you watching it? I thought I watched. No, that's it. that seems unlikely. I probably started it at the same time. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Um, on this week's episode, Zach and Zolar were reviewing the Rising of a Shield Hero. Yes. So yeah, but let's get into some more unfortunate, serious news. Uh, normally, we don't do a lot of news on this show, but. Uh, uh kind of kind of avoid this topic but uh probably you're already well aware uh Kyoto Animation one of their studios was burned down and 34 people are now dead and intentionally uh, is the intentionally, point we're yeah. mentioning i suppose i guess yeah so yeah an arsonist ar- who claimed who claimed which was overheard by people hasn't been confirmed that they stole my novel and he sprayed some kind of gas mixture all over the building inside the first floor and then lit it on fire. He himself was severely burned. Uh, like I said, 34 people are now confirmed dead. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to find a list of any directors or any anything, really. Um, but uh, what, what, what did you guys think when you saw this yesterday? So it's sad. It's shitty. Um, and I, I mean... honestly wasn't shocked because I was like, Holy shit, like, stuff like this in Japan just doesn't happen. And I'm not... No, it does not. And And you don't get... You don't just get, in Japan, like, mass deaths all that time. Um, I do do have, you know... I I haven't been able to find a list, but Singaku, that great and wonderful news source, um, (laughs) is is reporting that the Lucky Star Made Dragon director is missing. Oh, no. Uh, Um... Japanese media are stating that Yashiro Takemoto uh, is still yet to be accounted for. Oh, and no. they are uh, citing some written in Japanese 
place that I cannot pronounce. M-A-T-O-M-E-D-A-N-E. So, you know, I can't tell if they're correct or not because I cannot read Japanese. But I suspect <laughs> they are. Uh, but that, then I was hoping that wherever they were using would give an actual list. But yeah, it doesn't seem like that's easy. <laughs> The, the comments from the like seventy eight year old they interviewed was funny. I mean, it's it's tragic, but her comments kind of like bizarre. So I'm I'm just gonna read it. It says, "I wonder why the company was targeted. Why those people had to be caught up in this? Sounds like the man who did this wanted to die. And if he wanted to die, so like she's already like on the slippery slope fallacy. She's like fabricating a story, and they're just interviewing a random person." If he mm. wanted to die, he should have died alone. Why did he have to involve so many other people? He's a terrible person. <laughs> I mean, he is a terrible person. Certainly, um, but like, why do we have to like fabricate? Yeah, we don't need to fabricate him wanting, him to, wanting die. to die. We yeah, can just yeah. present the facts of him being an arsonist and being a terrible person. But yeah, yeah and again, this is like BBC, so you know, it's it's almost the telephone game to read it as a Western audience. There's some element of translation that we're getting the story from. So, and there's just different culture as well, which yeah. can become a big thing. Also, so she's 78, so she's seen a lot of stuff. Yeah, oh God, yeah. Imagine. My question, and some of this might have be been answered a... a little bit in the newspaper article, but it doesn't seem like it, what they're saying is possible does not add up to my understanding of the way things work. But evidently, he had like two twenty-liter containers of gasoline that he spread spread around the first floor, according to um, the Ashai Shimbun. Asahi, um, yeah, Asahi. Which evidently Shimbun. is a um, English Japanese newspaper. So, one thing I did read is they did have a security system, but they had they disabled it because they had a planned visit of some kind. Which right. really, really makes me weird, because like where I work, for example, we have a you know outdoor perimeter that you need a badge, and then you have mm -hmm. a secondary in, uh, area, like a holding area, where you got a badge in again, and then you walk right into our security desk, which is staffed twenty four seven, and we're not like oh, like, we're you know the company I work for is a software company, but um. You know, even if we had guests, the security department would see through the glass, buzz them in. Yeah. We wouldn't and just look at like visitor name tags where I work. Exactly. And you have to check in. You have to give a bed. Someone has to escort you at all times. Yeah, you get a bed. I imagine more details will come out. Like yeah. they stole his novel and it'll be revealed like he had permission to be there because they were talking to him about his novel. It'll be something like that. Probably. I, I hope it's something like that because... To me, it just doesn't make sense. Like, why would you take down your your perimeter security? Like, yeah. Well, I, I heard that they had a meeting with. Oh, you're like, but like you said already, they would have been other ways to do that than having. Yeah, they still don't just let you in unchecked. Yeah, yeah, like I would yeah, assume yeah. that, like, hey, there's stuff they're working on for future stuff that you don't want people to just. Hey, sure, yeah, walk in and see what we're working on for the next year or two right. or whatever. But, um, but I, even but he brought in containers of gasoline and started spreading around containers of gasoline. I, I realize the Japanese are known here, for not like ignoring things and not talking to random people and stopping them and saying, what are you doing? Well, here's the thing though. You're, you're making assumptions that like 
people notice. Like, for all we know, like, this is a back door how, area. How could you not? <laughs> I mean, he, he started it. it he started in the stairwell. Like, how many people are going up and down the stairwell? Yeah, I mean, there was only time, there's... like one. I guess, but it's it just seems one of those like... things that you just can't. We don't know the building layout. Like, for all yeah, we know, like, that's it, true. It's, it's why it, any it, law to protect against terror. Oh no, we're getting political. But basically, well, any yeah. retroactive action to prevent a terror attack doesn't work because there's always no, some new not. way. Yeah, yeah. But it seems like somebody, if he was doing it on the first floor. And and there was anybody on the first floor. Somebody should have noticed him and said, "What the hell are you doing?" But, yeah, probably, but it doesn't. You know, you know, yeah, I mean, when you think about it logically, you go, "Yeah, that makes sense." But for all we know, maybe this was just a a storage area somewhere in the. Who who knows? I don't know the. I building. mean, also, also we could get lucky. Like I'm sure there's other stories that don't end in tragedy because mm-hmm. they do get caught, but they just don't make it to us as often. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, because yeah, only the, the terrible yeah. ones make it. How out. quickly That's can you correct. can you dump over a gas can and throw a match? Pretty fucking quick. Well, but it doesn't say he threw it. It sounds like I mean, he sounded to me like he was spreading it around. And if and and if but if you threw a gas can and threw a match, it shouldn't seem like that should make enough to burn the whole building down. Yeah, I get that, but right now, I mean, all this is speculation and guessing, and yeah, 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 yeah. We're reaching. We're we're reaching now. Well, there's concrete facts like uh, it didn't have a fire escape because it was an older building. So I mean, which is bullshit. Not great. I mean, I don't know what the laws are in the U.S., but I know certain structures after so long are required. You know, building new structure, there's new mandates. But Mm -hmm. you know, who who knows? This is one of the unfortunate things that it's just something that people don't think about. Yeah. Until I mean, I don't know late. much about explosives, obviously. Neither do I. Yeah, I'm not going to say I know anything. <laughs> so I don't know how much it would take to burn a building. But for example, like in I'm, the 90s. I'm a chemist. I can say that if you're, it would take a lot more. It, I mean, you're not going to just set off a firecracker in there and burn the whole building down. I mean, Unless, but people can like burn down their house with a candle if ignored. Yeah. I mean, right. If it, yeah, if, if it, that's the that's the thing. If ignored, and well, one wonders to certainly cause a fire that made everyone not want to be there so i doubt they're trying to actively prevent the fire entirely. how how much and, and they said they released 35 um fire trucks too which is i wonder how long it took oh, wow. for 35 uh, fire trucks to get there that's a lot of fire like trucks five or six hours um, the blaze out the blaze took a long time to actually get fully extinguished uh, yeah it started I some animation cells and stuff are flammable it's like a it's like a mm. photo film oh, studio. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. That's and, true. And I thought about that. They probably have, like... They have a lot of photo... Photo type. stuff, which is other <laughs> chemicals and things. Yeah. Ooh, good point. Good point. And unfortunately speaking... So, kind of, let's get away from the speculation stuff. Because, I, I mean, unfortunately, mm-hmm. we just don't know. And I don't want to... I don't want to guess or cause any... You know, I don't want to say anything bad. But the other thing, too, is, I mean... they. I'm sure they have copyright attorneys in japan if they if the guy stole this if they go to one of those you know oh yeah no there's 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 always yeah about someone killing people it's like how there's always a shooting on the news for their old workplace and they're like i just don't see why it came to this well good i hope you don't you're not (laughs) you're not mentally ill enough to go shoot (laughs) up your workplace and fired right i hope you can't sympathize with them yeah Yeah. you shouldn't be able to go yeah i totally why i get why he did it (laughs) <laughs> you know when yeah. you, people start saying that you really gotta start worrying yeah. um, mm-hmm. so the Kyoto Animation president stated in an interview that all materials and computers were destroyed in the fire I don't yeah he I was just gonna get know, to that one he doesn't even know what that means 
because what it sounded like where I was reading, this might have been a storage building, but then they also said like new animators started there. And that was like, hey, you're in the older building. You kind of got to work your way up to the nicer buildings. Because they've got multiple mm-hmm. locations in Kyoto as well as across Japan. There's a Tokyo office. There's a couple. There was a, there was a corporate HQ not too far from building one. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, who, who knows? But I, I really, really, really hope that we've just not lost years and years and years worth of work. I mean, like, who knows? I mean, I would think with everything being digital, I would hope they'd have a backup strategy. You know, their yeah, IT think department. some of it's in, in a cloud system somewhere. I would hope but, I mean, so, yeah. Not stuff they just started working on, right? Because, I mean, there's no, stuff I'm thinking of stuff like digital like... rendering. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of stuff like Haruhi, the older shows that, yeah. you know, came around the time of, yeah, digital animation, but they got marketing materials, they got props they got you know swag whatever all that stuff that you do you produce as part of marketing or whatever could be you know it's artifacts the history of a show it's, it's not or good for lives or anime history no no oh and they may have so wonder if they've set back on stuff that they've been working on right now hope like you say though hopefully they have well, backups of that i guess i mean honestly at this point if i was in their shoes i'd be like fuck work we just lost 30 yeah, yeah totally that's the you least know. to be the least yeah, thing on anybody's like, mind. At no this one's point. gonna blame. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, Kyoto. Uh, you know the thing you said we're gonna air. Oh man, how dare you? No, and I really, really hope that we can get some good out of this tragedy. I hope there either... is good. I can announce it right now. Okay. <laughs> uh, Sentai Filmworks started a fundraiser on GoFundMe for Kyoto Animation and the families. They're gonna get in touch with the animation studio and give them the money to distribute. In a way that makes sense. Okay, that's good. Um, but they've raised one point six million dollars in oh, a day. Wow, and yeah, day and a half, two days now. Yeah, yeah. and forty-seven thousand awesome. donors, that's and awesome. I'm one of them. Oh hell but, yeah. yeah! So yeah. that's that's good news that people can come together as a community. And mm-hmm. I'm always hesitant to give money to like relief efforts because you don't know like how it's distributed. But they, to begin with, released a big statement about like how they're gonna. Crunchyroll, I know, is doing one. I know the company yeah. Animate, the and they have retail chains or something. Um, they are also holding one. Uh, it seems like a lot of people are kind of cautious on all of them, just because you see so many times that you know. You should be unscrupulous. People take advantage yes. of this and say mm-hmm. they're going to give it, and it's really hard to check sources. But exactly, <laughs> I hope they. And I also meant too. I mean, I, I love the fact. And... Exactly, I was gonna say the same thing. At least, a, I love the fact that anime fans, you know, anime, anything in general, it seems like, is very divisive. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their favorites. Everybody has their opinions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But at the end of the day, we're all anime fans, and like you said, mm-hmm. Zolar. I hope there's either some laws put on the books, you know, updating of, of, of fire codes or something, some kind of mandated sprinkler system, something that, God forbid, if this happens again, if there's an accident of some kind. I mean, like like you said, there was possible chemicals, you mm-hmm. know, from animation cells or something. Who, who knows? But you can't let this happen. You can't let this be in vain. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just yep. be like, oh, that happened. Okay, move on with our lives. That's... This is something that just can't happen, in my opinion. 
I mean, I'm sure even even Anime News Network, which I'm sure usually thinks most of the stuff this place writes is terrible and, you know, like pedophilic, um, does seems to be sad about what happened. So well, this is a no. good thing. What do they do? Be happy? I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. This well, stuff like, well I, never really, Hero. I never really liked Lucky Star, so. Yeah, oh, fuck well. off. I, hope... yeah, I mean, the stuff, this we'll get into it, but the stuff they said about Shield Heat. Uh, the stuff they said about Shield Hero, you know, I don't know anymore. <laughs> so, moving on, I mean, is there any, well, let me say this. Is there any final thoughts you guys both have? I don't want to just move on without, if you feel like you haven't said your piece. I mean, my final thoughts are political, so there's no point in making them. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh, I just hope everybody, you know, the families, the people that died can heal and that the they can figure out how to punish the guy who's responsible yeah, and I, I hope the money being collected goes to them in a way that provides for them when after they lost someone in their family. Right, because this may be the the people who were the breadwinners for these families. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, and I hope that things can get better. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, let's hope we have positive stuff to report uh, in the future. And like I said, my final thought is, you know, this is a very terrible event. Um, not just because it happened at an animation studio, but just mm -hmm. in general, like any mass, any casualty event, like it's yeah, even incidental ones. Not yeah. Malicious. Yeah. But uh, hopefully we can learn from this and better safeguards be put in place to prevent uh, events like this happening. And, you know, at the end of the day, we, we got it. Not just we, but mental health really, really needs to get, brought to the forefront and that's where I'll just leave that um cause obviously I don't know Japanese medical I'm talking as a westerner US US born raised adult uh but, all right yeah I mean yeah. it's a problem here it's yeah. like still taboo to talk oh, about I can, and it can only be worse there I imagine I can, I can oh gosh yeah I'm betting Japan it's probably really bad to talk about that stuff I, who, who knows i don't want to speculate but yeah hey let's let's move on to more uh uplifting stuff i think we've spent enough time we've covered uh, the dreary yeah that's right so we have not recorded in quite some time <laughs> that's the way to put it a season come and go we have a new mm -hmm. season upon us hey, we we talked about the last season once we, did we certainly once. had one episode during it did we yeah, oh, May. Yeah, that was in the beginning. I definitely mentioned the Shield Hero in that yeah. one. Yeah, no, you did. Mm -hmm. so, I talked about Shield Hero. I think once when I was on too. Yeah, I think yeah, so. There we go. Yeah. So, um, I know we last talked about the Promised Neverland. Right. Yeah. I watched the Funimation Toonami dub version as they aired on Adult Swim. I don't know if anything was edited. It didn't seem like it. I really, I don't want to go, I'm not going to do a whole review or anything, but I, you guys said, hey, you got to watch episode one. And then it was right around the time they started airing the episodes. I enjoyed the show. It was really fun to watch. And I like where they left off. Even though they were like telling you exactly what was going to happen from the very beginning. Uh, intro sequence. Mm -hmm. But, uh, mm -hmm. no, I'm definitely interested to learn more. And it was a really fun show. You do got to kind of turn your brain off or some stuff. It's got the classic, why are these children so smart? You know, way above their age, even though they're smart. You know, 
uh, academically, you know, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I really enjoyed it. I'm almost done with Sword Art Online Alicization. Um, <laughs> Why? I just, <laughs> I, just because... We we're watched, so committed. It's the sunk yeah. cost fallacy. We're so deep. It's at the point now we've watched four or five different shows. Yeah. We've even know. watched the gun alternative gun season, yeah. and that has to be the worst season ever made. So at this point, I'm no, not afraid of any more sword art. Exactly. <laughs> Although I can see it's using so many of the same tropes from previous shows. I like this one more. Yes. Not we... enough to be like, wow, I like sword art now. Yeah, but it, no. it's been the best one so far, and yeah. I finished it. So. And I'm, I think that will be our next review. Yeah, it's because um, Kirito is such a better dynamic with his, like, brotherly love interest than his harem. That's true. It's so refreshing <laughs> to see him with, like, a guy character that doesn't pine over him. That is very true. Um, <laughs> I also started watching um, Fire... What was it called? Fire Hero, or... Yeah, I, I forget the name. They fire fight, Force. like, fire demons. Yeah, Fire Force. Which we probably didn't mention they took they, like a week break yeah, after the tragedy since it was yeah, related to fire yeah um have you either of you seen fire force no but i've i've heard it's the talk of the anime it's town interesting it feels a lot like i mean it's definitely shonen like i was much more you know. into it when i thought it was just actual firefighters and then i learned they're like fighting fire monsters. yeah it's kind of weird like they have a nun or something and they're all like teenagers like, except like the people in charge like, they have, like, nuns who, like, pray about the fire and shit. Or they pray about the victim. So, essentially, people spontaneously combust. Ah, that makes sense why yes. they stunned. <laughs> okay. And so, um, basically, this fire force goes in and defeats these people who are on fire. Because they, like, turn into, like, monsters. So, it's, like, primarily action? Like yeah, well, episode. this first episode was. I'll be honest, I haven't watched episode two. Um... I was more excited when I thought it was just actual firefighting. Me I'm too. Like, what a, like, what a, what a benign premise, but it could be really intense. Yeah. yeah, and that would be an interesting thing to see what a, kind of like the real, what, I mean, the real firefighting, it, you know, is interesting enough just and from a, how do you yeah. do that? Yeah, yeah. No, you I don't gotta, need anything else. One of my best friend's fathers is a retired um, firefighter. Mm-hmm. So I can definitely. Oh, shit. I can go see that. Uh, is it wrong to pick up a girl's online movie? Online, not in a dungeon. In a dungeon, whatever. Arrow of the <laughs> Orion. I'm like, there's another <laughs> show with a similar title, but this time it's online. Ah, oh, but it's subtitles. I mean, would that surprise you, really? My blind ass can't read subtitles. I was just sad I was missing it. No, okay. Like I'll pick up a girl anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> online in a Is dungeon. Is it wrong to pick up a girl in a burning building? Yeah, right. Oh God. <laughs> For shame. Is it wrong to pick up a girl in a, a anime studio burning down? Okay. Oh, geez, okay, that's getting cut. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> God damn. Um, but yeah, other than that, I really haven't been watching much. I've just been kind of playing catch up on thing, on like Sword Art and. Like, I spent the mm-hmm. day, like, I plowed through six episodes of um, The Promised Neverland. I just didn't, you know, like, the show wasn't one of those shows for me that was, like, edge of my seat. I was kind of like, cool, small spurts. And then I just kind of wrapped it up. So, what are you What are you watching, Zach? Nothing from this season. <laughs> so, that's real short. Man. But uh, I'm going to watch 
the Accelerator spinoff of the Index series, because as you know, I love the Railgun one, and now they're doing one for the Accelerator character, which isn't my favorite character, but uh, chances are it's just better than the main series. Hmm. Uh, I don't care about the dungeon, is it wrong, blah, blah, blah. I didn't like the first show. No, I was just, um, I just happened to see an ad for it all over it. I want to watch the, the like Dumbbell show. Though it's like about weightlifting or something. It says Hibiki enjoys the finer things in life, and when it comes to food, she's downright indulgent. When it becomes clear she's getting chubby, spoiler, she isn't, because it's anime, she decides yeah. to better herself by joining a gym. In her attempt to find a casual gym, she accidentally joins like a weightlifting gym, and I think that's this looks I've seen the clips on Reddit and it looks amazing. Yeah. Like, I enjoy weightlifting myself. I think an idea of anime girls weightlifting with huge, ripped, ridiculous anime guys is hilarious. And I kind of want to watch it. I kind I think I saw a picture for that and was like, my God, these are actually <laughs> women who are way too ripped to be attractive. This is going to be weird and probably won't last long. Um, because... yeah, I guess it all depends on your preferences. Well, but I mean... I mean, certainly it's probably gratuitous like the men are in the show where they're just And like, anime fans have very specific preferences on the way they like their women usually, right? I mean, I don't... I'm referring just, to you, I guess, children. No, no, okay, okay. Not just that, but I mean... What's wait, wait, what? Let's be honest, what's popular? Mo, high school girls, or... I mean, these are, high, these are cute unquote, high school cute. girls that are weightlifting. This is why I Yeah, okay. Coming. I mean, maybe it'll last. I don't know. Maybe we'll find an audience. I don't know. I hope, I hope it's just entirely There's gotta about be something for everybody weightlifting. Because I'm in the camp of, in, of appreciating weightlifting mechanics. <laughs> I, I hope it's just a show to like pander to people that actually care about No, that I hope actually so too. care about weightlifting. Yeah. I guess I wonder. I don't know how many of those... The fan service isn't the girls, but in this case, it's like pandering to people that, I don't know, read weightlifting guides. The fan service is watching somebody, you know, do a do yeah, like a, a perfect do a deadlift. Yes. Yeah, do a deadlift <laughs> with proper form and mm-hmm. the exact. They're they're like talking about having the, the exact measure the trajectory amount. of the angles of like the yeah yeah the clean and jerk the of the feet. You know the, the, the distance feet. from one foot from the other. <laughs> now, now you got some fetish material in there. Oh, that's, that's true. Thing. I didn't even think about that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Although no one weightlifts like barefoot, so yeah, that would be. I mean, I guess you could, but you'd be risking breaking your toes in a million pieces, probably. No, primarily, it's the it's the grip. Your feet get sweaty, and you'll slide, and you'd like grip yeah. your shoes. Okay. No, um, you know, I would be afraid of dropping the whatever I'm oh, lifting. Well, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't matter if you're wearing shoes in that case. If you drop well, the floor and weight on your foot. That's true. That's true. Good I've been, so anyway, back <laughs> to what I'm watching. I'm watching the Demon Slayer Yaiba show, which I still really like. It's euphotable, so it's beautiful. It's a lot of demon killing. They're they like deviated from where I thought it was going because his sister's turned into a demon. It's not really a spoiler because it's the very beginning of the show. His whole family's killed except his sister who lives on as a demon, and he like protects her because she isn't actually attacking people. And I thought it was going to be like, how does she live in normal people life, and how does he keep her safe? But really, it's more like very. Shonen, he has to go find the guy that killed his family and the source of all demons and kill him. Mm. So I'm a little disappointed it went that angle instead of like, like, like you would enjoy the more philosophical. Uh, how does he reconcile a world that hates demons for killing everyone when his sister is one? Yeah. Right, right. 
which I mean they did that. Oh, I don't. I didn't watch all of this show, but the show with the grace of people that were that ate other people. Um, I was thinking of the vampire one, the cheeky. I don't know if you've seen that. No, this is an. It's it's more of a. It's a couple seasons ago, and then they did a second season of it re- more recently. Uh, it took me too long to figure out what it is, but um, one there was like, like a, uh, the devil one, right? A special police force that would inv- that investigated these things, and one of them turned in, into one, I think, or something. And it was it got zero. Interesting. Yes, I think They're that like was girl it. Samurai. <laughs> um, but that one was interesting. But I I want to talk more about what you thought about Promise Neverland. Um, was, that that was. I mean, you didn't seem to like it as much as we did. So, um, I mean, I mean, like, did the did the first did the first episode like? Did you predict the twist before the first episode ended, or? No, I mean, well, well, I mean, we talked about it last time. Um, but... Right, but you hadn't seen it then. I mean, I mean, I, I'm wondering if we I'm talked about we, it. I'm pretty sure much. we gave away enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm I we gave away too much. Is why I'm asking. Kinda, but I also kind of felt though, like, okay, these kids know nothing about the outside world, but yet they were able to figure this and that and the other thing out. They were able to figure out who's a mole <laughs> and this and you know what I mean. Like, mm. uh, I just felt kind of like, supposedly. yeah, like it just kind of felt. Also, it's not really hard to believe they're smart. Because it's like it's like eugenics, right? If they're culling them based on intelligence to eat, right? Them, then chances are they're like breeding the smartest children. And, <laughs> the, it's, and the it's, dumb ones get killed when they're like three, like that first person. Yeah, that's what it seemed like they were doing. And we but we don't know that yet. That that brings into is one of the characters that we think is dead still alive somehow, which I think we talked about last time of maybe they're using Kim to breed. And that's because they have to be able to get more children from somewhere. But, um, we'll see. see. I mean, yeah, yeah. Second but I, 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 that was, that is my, one of my favorite shows by far in the past, like year. So that when that was a total surprise to me when I started watching it. So, um, hmm. don't surprise you. I'm sorry. You didn't like it that much as much no, as we did. It wasn't that I, didn't like I loved it. it. It was just kind of like, okay, cool. Like it was a fun watch. That's what I'll say. It wasn't so. It's not a masterpiece. I'm gonna be like, oh my god, I gotta watch this over again. It was amazing. Mm. It was more like yeah, a, that was the way was I felt story. about it. <laughs> it was something. Different. I need to watch this right now again. It's so yeah. awesome. We were also watching week to week though, whereas like well, the cliffhangers yeah. probably get pretty yeah, redundant I, 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 if you're I, like marathoning it. Yeah, true. Plus, the, cl- the cliffhangers weren't silly to us because we're like, shit, we gotta wait a week. But for him, he's probably like, ah, it ended this way, and then the next episode starts that way, and you're like. Is it really that exciting to do it twice? <laughs> yeah. True. It True. is for us because we just waited a week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd have been watching. Uh, I finished ending um, My Roommate as a Cat, which was very, very well done. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, I watched, been watching Shield Hero. And then after reading the anime news stuff what they what the anime news network had to say about shield hero and figuring out that the same there were a couple other shows that the same studio did i tried to watch one of those and oh my lord um did we joke about the fact that i like lully shows on this but um don't you know watan everything that anime news network said about shield hero 
is pretty much true about Watan and Angel flew down to me. I mean, the first episode is titled A Funny Squirmy Feeling, and our main character, like, ha- who is female, it would be even worse if she was male, but it's still bad if she's female, is a female and is like, oh, I don't know, 20, maybe? Um, and a eight-year-old, her, her younger sister walks in with a new eight-year-old friend, and our 20-year-old girl gets a squirmy, a funny squirmy feeling in her stomach when this eight-year-old walks in. Now, maybe that's a translation error, or maybe that's a cultural thing, but there's only one way for me to interpret a funny squirmy feeling in the, in the stomach, and it's not wholesome. So, yeah. And then she then proceeds to have the children dress up in... Um, cosplay do suits and take she takes pictures of them and we find out later that if that she thinks wearing these things is embarrassing and that she doesn't wear them herself for that reason because she, she gets caught wearing one of them and is embarrassed and you know all these kind of things and she puts the children in um poses that are relatively suggestive uh has one of them get on top of one of the other ones at one point and she's taking pictures from the ground and you know, with the camera pointed up. So, yeah, no. The this show is, is bad. why I tell people I wa- don't watch it. Ugh. Uh-huh. Yeah, don't watch this. I I'm mean, think maybe uh, I keep thinking... A lot thinking, of people reviewing it said the first episode is not indicative of the rest. And that's why I watched up till episode two and three. It in- okay, so was it indicative? It seemed to be. Okay. Um, I, you know, I keep, like, I mean, I watched all of Yasset's toy. Um, which was supposed to be really bad too, but was more of a show about fa- uh, father-daughter relationships than anything else. Um, yes, it was somewhat lewd, but it was really about a father-daughter relationship. So explain to me again about the connection to S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero okay. in this new show. So you may not have seen the terrible, and I do mean terrible, review of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero on Anime News Network. Um no. I'm my own sole source for anime news, sadly, <laughs> or perhaps beneficially. The so they arrived and they did, and the, what they one of the mistakes they made is they reviewed it after like two episodes had come out, and they laid into it in the the way hashtag Me Too millennials would probably have laid into the show. They got into the whole huge controversy that erupted because it was you know the whole the beginning of the show. He was accused of accused of rape by a woman who was lying and they went into all that and talked about how terrible the show was and lambasted it for being well, I'm curious to read it because self self insert of guys wanting every girl to be sexually interested in them at all times, you know, all this kind of stuff. Well, and it that's was... not the message at all. Of the... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The message of anything is how rape accusations are not taken seriously from men. If you want to make it political, well, no the 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 message here is that you can't all when somebody says they're raped, you can't just immediately believe them. You have to have what is called evidence. There's why we have a innocent until proven guilty in America. Right. Yeah, you're sorry. I I phrased it wrong. the The point is, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like the and, man's uh, and, an and, ed- and, initial and, reaction isn't taken with as much weight because the woman is right. vulnerable. Right. And there's, but there is a, especially in the, in the, 
and I'm going to piss a lot of people off probably, but especially in the, the Me Too era stuff, there is a lot of people who don't want to have that around anymore for rape accusations. Uh, and there's a lot of cases in on college campuses where you have what are Title IX um, hearings that are outside of the justice system that are done on the college campus, a lot of sometimes even by fellow students, where people are convicted without any kind of due process at all. Uh, it's disgusting. Um, right. But so they ripped into the show for this and all these kind it's of things. It's not unfair to say since Anime News Network made it political first. <laughs> right. Well, you're, you're just responding. I mean, because we both am, enjoyed it as an entertainment medium. And it's unfortunate his case is never revealed because in the fantasy world he's transported to, there's, like you mentioned on college campuses, seemingly no due process. It's a monarchy. Right. So it's right. also, as they mentioned, a matriarchy. So the women's accusation is, you know, like exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it, you know, and I've, I've actually considered now that the show is done, like, and I don't, I would, I probably animated news network would not, not let me, but I've considered writing them and saying, hi, now that the show is finished, I'd like to do a written review of the entire show for you where I basically take apart point by point the earlier sh um, review that you did and say why well, that review was terribly, terribly wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. They probably wouldn't let me, but I'd really like to do that. And then I may do it anyway. What's, what's unfortunate is I am not a huge fan of the beginning of the show, but not for that reason. Hmm. Which uh, we'll get well, into let's talk about later. that. <laughs> it's, it's not political in nature. It's, it's writing in nature. But the this article mentioned that this that the, I may I'd have to remember, but it was that some people that were involved in this show were also involved in W A, Watan and Angel flew down to me, and I think one uh, of, them. and it may have been directors, it may have been animators, it so may have been studio. I'm, first, and I'm, I'm shocked. I kind of was like, oh, well, I like this show. Let me go watch these, and let me go see if these shows are as bad as these people are saying they are, and if they it can give some kind of, okay, you know, you're you're interpreting this show this way because of the other things. I, I'm shocked that they put out an inter a review after two episodes. Maybe it might have been the seasonal guide that you. It they it was too. So the way they did it is it was supposedly an independent review by two people that just and they just appeared on the. Um, hmm. the well, then they should have no problem with your dissenting it if they hired people like us to do it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. We... I mean, it, so but. I mean, Anime News Network has become pretty far left politically and very anti some parts of the anime world. So it's not this is not this is a in character where things any news network in general has to sway to a side. Yeah, this this is is in character for them doing before. But so I started watching it, and I have to say, so you tried to watch it like out of spite to prove them wrong, right? It wasn't like I, I've tried, I enjoyed I mean, this review. Generally, to some extent, know. yes. Okay. Um, and I have to say, they were kind of right, <laughs> um, and I could see why if you had watched this beforehand, that it would color your perceptions of Shield Hero. Um, I think they went way too far. They did not look at the things that are actually going on in shield hero and but 
don't watch the show. The show is bad. Anyway, um, let's get into the actual review here. Like, okay, you're already jumping way ahead of of why people. Well, I was watch I was just listing the things I'm watching, and that I'm watching that and Shield Hero, and that's about it. I need to go back. There are some things from earlier seasons that I really want to watch. They're supposed to be really good. Uh, that I need to watch. Um, so, but there's and there's just nothing in this the coming up season that really interested me all that much. So, uh, but yeah, so let's talk about uh, Shield Heroes. So, you want to give the just the general? I'll let you start. So the general premise is much like every other isekai, except <laughs> the main character doesn't die. He's reading a book in a library about the legendary four heroes. Uh, he's a college student. Seemingly, this is interesting to him because it's like just a cool fantasy story. And then the books open like a Disney movie and suck him in. <laughs> um, so that's like the general premise. He doesn't have to die to get to fantasy world, mm-hmm. which is important to the story later because yes, uh, people are betting, so to speak, or he's wondering if he wants to return. And when he gets there, he becomes the shield hero. And in a very, in what I thought was a very interesting thing, even just because he's the shield hero, even the other heroes are kind of like that he's in, are judging him for being the shield hero. Cause I think they, one of them who comes from a world where the story is an MMO says like the shield hero is the weakest class or something. Um, and there's another thing that I thought was interesting that each one of the, the story is somehow different in each in the world that each of the heroes come from like it's an mmo in one it's a it was the book story in his world and then i think in worlds the other two come from it's something different um so i thought that so that was interesting i thought presumably they're all still from japan so they're all still from japan but it was a different japan there was a scene early where they were really? each asking the other things like who won world war ii in your world they had different answers and they were and yeah and the answers were different because in 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 one of them it's more interesting then in in one world the um the story that that this was about you know where the four heroes or something was an mmo Mm -hmm. rather than a book and so that was how they started figuring out wait a minute what's going on here um Yeah, I know what scene you're talking about, but they're in, like, the hotel room together. and they're on Yeah, the yeah, one of the first times. I just didn't remember it. I just assumed they're all from Japan, and they just knew different stuff. But, okay, they're from different worlds. Yeah, it's... it's and, it's, like, it's, the main character is presumably from a world where MMOs are much more fleshed out. Because he knows much more about them. Yeah. Despite it being yeah. a book and not a game in his world. Exactly. But that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that, but that is an early introduction yeah, it doesn't to what make becomes something important much, really later toward the end. Huh. Wow. That's that's higher level of writing than <laughs> a lot of anime. That's cool. Yeah, I guess that's good, because most of the early writing sucks. So uh, anyway. <laughs> and so, then he is falsely accused, of, and I'm going to, we covered a lot of this already, so I'm going to go mm-hmm. through this quickly. He's falsely accused by of rape by one of the party members one of the people who is his one of his early party members who is the second or the first princess uh, in this world. And early, it seems like the person who is in control is a king. That turns out to be 
different later as we learn yeah. more of what's going on. They kind of hint that it's wrong because they're like, this is a patriarchy. Women rule it. And then it's like, this is the king. He's the leader. And you're like, oh. yeah. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make Which sense. Which is what I was. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. This doesn't fit. Um, so he's falsely accused of rape. Everybody believes her. And he becomes a piranha. A pariah. And so he has to, <laughs> to get people. I, like the idea of him I mean, he kind of becomes a piranha too, to some extent, but it's a it's fake. So he oh. to get party members and to level up, he has to go out and basically recruit slaves, and or buy slaves. You don't recruit slaves, which which only makes the other people hate him worse because slavery evil. You know. Mm. Uh, of course, he's treating his slaves well and these kind only of things. One. He, well, the one he gets others later, but yeah. The one he starts off with, he's treating her well, and she is a um, half-animal, half-human character, and we start to learn that the world is has issues with She's racism. a raccoon. Mm-hmm. And her world was destroyed not by one of the waves, but by someone else in her own kingdom. Um, mm-hmm. So... And then he has, to, and then we start here. We learn that these they these people from the world are were summoned to deal with waves, and the waves are evidently for some reason there are creatures that are invading this world, and they have to be fought and fought back, and they come at specific times, uh, and so, and but they're strong enough that only the shield heroes can. Or the heroes can fight them. So why do I think the writing's bad? Well, like half of telling the story is showing it, and I feel like they just spend way too much time telling it. So, mm. like for example, he gets betrayed. Everyone blames um. There's a dramatic scene of him like lying on the ground in the throne room, being like, "My life sucks. This is supposed to be a fun fantasy thing." I'm simplifying. Like the writing's better than that, but the problem is it just goes on too long. Like. There's one thing to commiserate with a character because his circumstances suck, and the, but there's like another thing to spend half an episode explaining why it sucks. Like, hmm. don't you think they belabored it? Like the first three episodes are like everything going wrong, and then like he turns to recruiting a slave, which is evil, and turns out he's he's nice about it. Uh, but I've maybe, certainly maybe. seen other shows spend less time establishing like a character. Maybe it's because I'm a lawyer and I've dealt with and I'm dealing with one of my friends is dealing with defending a person who was basically falsely um, in a similar situation. So I'm closer to the problem. Right. Can, world can you say that publicly or do I need but to edit that out? It feel overdone to me. It felt needed because they're going to be people like the ANN people that we were talking about earlier who wouldn't get it otherwise. It still didn't, it seems. I want to make so sure. Maybe you, that's why it didn't bother. Hold on, pause. When you said that, can I legally put that in there, or do I need to cut that? Because I don't want you said to have me mentioning that, hey, you're dealing oh, with yeah. a current mentioning client. the case. Yeah. Oh, um, I didn't make, give enough information for anybody to think anything about it. Okay. So you're good, but thank you. Okay, I want to make sure. I'm dealing with lawyers right now, and yeah. Anyway, continue on. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair evaluation, I guess. Some people don't get it. Uh, like your point, if you've been through it or know someone that has, it destroys their entire life, and you better dwell on it because it is a big deal. But I just wish... 
they spend more time showing of how his life's bad. I feel like they, they let him monologue too much. Mm. Okay. Like most of that. it's monologue, right? And yeah, I mean they they show it. I think why he's go having to get around and, and people just won't talk to him or and trade with him. Talk, or, yeah, and he can't buy things from except one place, and even that person really doesn't want to sell to him, uh, like swords and things like that. When he's trying to buy a weapon for his slave, uh, which mm-hmm. is not bad. Um, <laughs> it is bad. I mean, it, isn't yeah. that the point? Didn't yeah, they yeah. spend three hours establishing the dismal <laughs> How bad it is, yeah. Yeah, and that's okay. the reason, like, despite him being a good guy, it's desperate measures, you know? And he's mm-hmm. like, well, I want the sixth slave, because if anything, I can at least improve her life from that, yeah. from being dead. Yep, yep. Okay, yeah, I mean, I don't hate it. Uh, I basically dislike the half, the first half, though, compared to the second half. And it definitely my, gets better. My bigger complaint to that is, like, I feel like it's spread too thin in the first half. Like, you're supposed mm. to care about the politicking going on, but you have so much of his misery and his dealings that, like, you can't really get a good feel for everything that's happening. And I get that it's supposed to be, like, a blind side to him when he's treated poorly at various points by, like, the king and pine mm. especially mm-hmm. but i would have like much preferred that it was more inclusive like the second half i totally know what's going on when people are mistreating them i don't necessarily know their motivation but i know like the the global politics of the time that one's like things seem fine you hear a monologue about stuff sucking but then he makes progress by having a slave and leveling up killing balloons and then suddenly bad shit's happening and then mine disappears and you don't hear from her until the next bad things dropped on him and I guess that's how it would be for his character, but it makes for a less interesting show if you only have the perspective of someone who only interacts with a child raccoon. If that makes oh, sense. I, I wanted later, to see like more behind the scenes. Yeah, and later when you get into the, the storylines with the, the church and with his relationships to the other four heroes, things get significantly more interesting. I will agree with that. Yeah, like those are um, done so well, and you, you have enough information outside of his immediate division that right. it's interesting. You see like a little bit of the other heroes investigating. Whereas in the yeah. beginning, it's like, yeah. you only saw him and the raccoon girl eating dinner, but mine has actually moved halfway across the country and is doing this. Like, well, right. how did I ever knew that was... Like, they could have still sold how dismal and depressed he was without just constraining my vision to him. Well, maybe, I mean, my my counter-argument would be is that it makes things, it allows them to make things more of a surprise, like when she does something, that they're not, then it would be more, it would be like more, it would be a surprise to him, like when she's showing up randomly trying to k- basically kill him, and that if they set it up su- beforehand such that you knew that was coming, maybe it would be less effective, mm-hmm. you know, because that might be the thought process. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's just two uh, different styles of writing, and I guess I prefer yeah. one. Like some political intrigue shows like Game of Thrones show you mm-hmm. literally everything because they want right. like, parts of the wheeling and dealing, and you can see all the pieces moving. And then this and, is like a mystery murder novel where like stuff's mm-hmm. dropped on the main character, and the excitement is like, how does he overcome it? Mm-hmm. And what's his reaction being in a place that you are as the viewer? Like, you had no idea it was coming. Right. Yeah, and I just prefer like the greater politicking, and I think the second season's more interesting because of it. Yeah, they def that when they start, and that was one of the things that so I got I enjoyed the show for the first part because I thought it did the story of him being 
his life being shitty and things very well. And it mm-hmm. was, you know, and it did some of the Aseki tropes better than other places because he ended up, he ended up growing through that whole process of, he ended up learning this is actually a real world with real consequences, which he, which becomes important because the other heroes don't learn that. And he has to go around cleaning up all of their messes. Like one of them kills a dragon, but then leaves the body out. So the dragon like rots and causes disease in the area. Mm -hmm. So he has to go in and basically cure a, a plague. Um, and things like that. And I thought that was done really well because a lot of Insekis don't focus on this is actually a real world with real consequences. And now, of course, still, they're not dealing with the fact that this is a medieval world and medieval worlds are shitty. Like, you know, it doesn't deal with how does he get food? How does he wash his clothes? You know, yeah. how does he use the bathroom? Those kind of things. The deal with how um, he makes money. He's a traveling merchant. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Spice and wolf. Which is because it's the only thing he can do. Um, but you're right it it gets much better when we start seeing there's a basically a a, a coup that starts to try and happen and some not only are they just the coup against the royal family but the coup is against the heroes themselves and that becomes very very interesting and i don't i don't know how much of that you want to give away but I agree, that gets much yeah, better. Yeah, that, that was probably already a big enough spoiler. I guess yeah. dynamics of the character is a big part of the show. Like, you have a favorite character? <sighs> That's hard. Because I like them all for different reasons. I mean, I even like the other heroes because they provide such a good contrast. Oh, I, I don't. Okay, well, I mean, but I mean, they, they does, provide a good contrast of how, how other, other two a contrast other than of the how other hero. people would deal with the situation. I mean, even the spear hero, who is a total ass, is basically, you know, our main character when he first gets there. That hey, this is a fun fantasy world. I'm going to treat it like a fun fantasy world. Um, and and you know, the raccoon girl is cute, and their relationship is fun, <laughs> yada yada, and the the not as bird. cute as philo i mean i don't know philo is cute but with, when she's in human form i'm not partial to the big bird um oh. reminds me, reminds me literally that, of that's a shame too much um, Big bird very fuzzy yeah no and evidently M- melty like can see the benefit of, yeah, yeah yeah uh the second princess is cute also and an interesting character because she deals with the political side of things yeah she's like the most mature Character exactly, in the she's by series. far the most mature character in the show. Yeah. Which is she's hilarious. like, but what about the consequences to the kingdom? And everyone else is like, killing monsters is pretty neat. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I probably we don't beat her until later, but she's I think, and it's interesting that she's the most developed, one of the more developed characters because we don't meet her until later, and she shines a light on in the later parts of the season what's going on in the rest of the world and why some of the things that in the beginning happened. But I really mm-hmm. like the queen um, because she's an interesting mixture of a very strong woman, but that still has feelings and still has, and has to, but has to hide them because she's busy being a strong woman. I refer to the feelings that she obviously has for, um, and I'll use for uh, bitch and trash. And I'll use those names because nobody else knows what I'm talking about, but you do. Um, 
yeah, some people's names good. get changed in the middle of the show for reasons that I'm not going to. But <laughs> I, um, uh, did you watch the dub? I did not. I watched the, the dub. Sub. Was pretty funny in the delivering of that line. Oh, I may have to go back and watch that. That I bet hearing a Melty's voice actor call him that is pretty funny. <laughs> okay, that would voice be pretty actor, hilarious. Like, actually, yeah, it's pretty funny hearing a little girl call them that. No, um, <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> Do, wait, I've always wondered that. Do they actually? Because I know in Japan they don't use age-appropriate voice actors. Like they'll use adult women who or who are making little boy voices or little voices. Oh, I mean, I imagine they're adult, but they do a convincing child. I don't character. know, fifteen-year-old. Okay. Yeah, mm, probably even younger. She's like what twelve? Yeah, I think she's twelve. Um, um, but either so yeah, way, I, re- I really like the queen. I think that's my favorite character overall. I really like the dub. It's it's. I mean, part of the reason I enjoyed the first half less than the second half is I watched the first half subbed, and I just really got sick of his monologuing in like mm-hmm. Japanese. I felt like I was just reading his perspective, whereas like it's much more easy to get into that casual like a not oblivious, but the fact that the story is just told from one point of view if it's like read to me in English. <laughs> like mm-hmm. superiority of subs aside for most shows. It was just so much easier to watch because I'm like, well, he's not an insert for like the viewer, but it's he's like the narrator of most of the story, I would say. Hmm. And it's just so much easier to have that narrated to me. Ideally, his voice would be English and everyone else would be Japanese. And like, <laughs> I would probably like that the most. It wouldn't be feasible to record it that way. But hmm. it was so much easier to listen to the English narration and then be like, now we're encountering this character. Time to come out of his voice in his head because half of the show is his voice in his head. That's interesting. Maybe it's because I, I mean, I read a lot of fantasy novels, and a lot of fantasy novels do that. So maybe right. it's because I'm used to yeah. reading. And I mean, I've read it. me as much. Yeah, I read a good amount, so it didn't necessarily bother me because I haven't read so much as it reminded me of reading, and it fell out of place because you're essentially reading his okay. monologue. Got it. Got it. And it, it kind of took me out of the immersion that I felt. Is the out of the, uh, the immersion it's easier or yeah i felt like i was more in the yeah. world rather than observing his world got it okay interesting the so other thing psychological meet... term for that but i don't know it <laughs> yeah i don't either we meet the other thing that i thought the show did really well is that it made the the central conceit behind the waves got more and more complicated as you went on it started off as just a random monsters appearing, we have to kill them. And it became, okay, there's at least two ways to solve this problem. That one character, you meet um, Philo's, the Philo's queen. Um, not going to go into that more because it's somewhat spoilerish, but mm-hmm. For you meet her. And she says there's, there's at least two ways to solve this problem. You could either, in the words she used. Hmm? Well, she said you're gonna have to choose. Which you have to one, choose what you're right. fighting for. Yeah. And the words she chooses, the way she describes it in the sub, I don't know if it's different in the dub, but the way she describes it in the sub is you can either save the world or save the world's people. And that this yeah. is just an to me is just an interesting dynamic of figuring out what that might actually mean. And yeah, it's similar. And yeah. that, you know, and we still don't know by the end what that means. And in the last few episodes, I'm not, I don't think we should talk about this at all, but in the last few episodes, you get a brief idea of what that might mean because it goes back to dealing more directly with the waves 
but it gets even more complicated about what the waves actually are, and you realize that nobody really knows. And yeah, that's definitely my favorite part of the show, but unfortunately, also the biggest spoiler. Yeah, also the biggest spoiler. Because <laughs> uh, I remember watching like the next to last episode and just kind of going, "Oh, well, that kind of changes pretty much everything, doesn't it?" Oh, right then. Yeah, and they really, uh, they really hint at it when you meet those characters. See, I, I didn't catch that. So, are you talking about Glass, or are you talking about the other two? Uh, no, not Glass. I didn't know then. Um, okay. I was talking about the other two when they meet them, and they're like, yeah. "Oh, right, you can't understand me," and I'm like, "Oh, like that's one of them has like the auto translator we're introduced to." See, maybe I missed that. Which means I, the I girl with the don't... gems is just the yeah, not that's from right, world. that's right. Because she didn't did... have the built-in translator. Mm-hmm. I did not. I didn't catch that. That might mean what it ended up meaning i caught that he didn't like the shield hero for some reason but i assumed mm. that was the same reason everybody else didn't right um, yeah me too but then like, hmm. the translation thing i was like oh mm-hmm. like the only time we've talked about it is is uh, that's yeah good job hmm huh. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't. And then, catch and then that. later, later they make it more obvious. They like show him like grimacing on the boat and stuff. Yeah, like, okay. yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, early on, I was like, "Well, that means the girl with the gems like isn't her. She's like a. Well, I don't know. We can't even talk about it with us. Yeah, so, the one. But you know I'll what ask, I mean. I'll ask this he doesn't one have question. A translator. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I'll ask the one question. But if they are as they are, what they are, how could mm. they be there when they were there? <laughs> I like okay, how we'll so much of it is pronouns. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to talk about this after the show, after we stop recording. But, but that's well, one thing that bothered me is it seemed the world broke its own rules in that instance. And I don't okay. like that. Yeah, that's interesting. We'll have to talk about it because I'm not sure what you mean. But yeah, certainly yeah. the highlight over other Isekai shows is uh, the twist. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, the character dynamics are just good. For the second half is like an entirely different show to me. I was so much more into it. Once the conceit was more than just the girl and the king being bitch and trash, being terrible people, which, <laughs> I, which yeah. is what I thought the point of the show was. And then when like a greater conspiracy was revealed, I was much more excited. I'm like, this isn't just about his life being shitty. There's going to be some sort of redemption. Yeah. And I agree that made the show better. I would have been and okay with it just being that because that still sets us apart from other Yuseki. I mean, like the only other Yuseki that I enjoy at all is is um Kanasuba. And that's just because Kanasuba is it's just a parody. It's, yeah, yeah. it's a comedy parody of it. Yeah. I mean, it's Three not Zero is a dismal telling of the Isekai world. Three Zero. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's okay. essentially like whenever he dies in that world, he gets brought back in that world. It's like Groundhog mm-hmm. Day. Well, okay. not really, sort of, yeah. He, he yeah, repeats it, the tragedy over and over again, like Groundhog Day. So that's like a dismal hmm. telling, like this one. Interesting. Okay. You know, but I probably, I like, I have, I don't think I even watched a normal Yuseki because I never, but yeah. I don't think I would like them because I didn't even like the before. I mean, before Yuseki became a term, you still had the ones where people would enter video games, um, like mm. .hack. And I never even enjoyed the originals of those. So I don't think I'd enjoy like the slime show and these kind of things. But I'm not sure. 
Yeah, you could. I mean, I hate how much it's labeled as its own genre. It's just like a lazy jumping point to tell a fantasy story, <laughs> right? Yeah, ultimately, it does. Here, it matters why he got there because he has something uh -huh. to return to. But in mm. most where they're just born into it and they have nothing to go back to, it's basically just oh, a lazy that's... jumping point, right? Because there's no yeah. connection. Yeah. There's no tie to where it came from. That's the other thing that we should talk about, I think, is it could have... Because, right, since he is still alive in our mm -hmm. world, there's this whole conceit of where he, when this is over, he's going to return. And he talks a lot about that, that, you know, I'm here until I'll, I'll defeat your yeah. waves and then I'll go back. I mean, to especially world. when it was depressing and sad for him there. Right. His only goal was to, like, kill the waves so he can just go home. He's like, right. I would much rather just not be here. Yeah. And even so much as, like, the king telling him he can never return and stuff. Exactly. And it... It could have used that because everybody else in his party is some form of female. Uh, that's, you know, just fact. And it could have used that and turned it into a harem show. And it, there's some points where it kind it of does. does that a little bit. But it never does because he, he really, because he shows no interest in that at all. Ever. Yeah, that's true. He is, he is completely friend zoning every female in the show. Well, you the know? first two are like, uh, like father daughter, right? Because he I mean, raises more, both of them for being, than anything being else. children. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rapalio wishes that wouldn't be the case. Philo's fully on board with him just being like her dad. I don't know. I think Philo might be even a little more or the other, but yeah, the raccoon girl wants it to be totally something different. No, uh, I mean, she just wants. She's like any other. I think Philo is written well, and that she's like any other kid. She okay. pines for the similar attention. Mm -hmm. of affection, but only because she sees Raftalia getting more attention, I think. Okay, I mean, that's I think, certainly true. I that's think that's like a very it. accurate way to write a child is like, yeah, the reason they want to yeah. emulate that love is because they feel left out. Mm, okay, interesting. Yeah, but there's certainly competition between the two of them. Mm -hmm. um, and then Melty just uh, stops being with them, so yeah, that diffuses the harem. That diffuses it, exactly. And, and, and that's one of the things that I didn't really like about the ANN stuff, is they totally missed the fact that he completely shut down the harem from the very beginning um and that's you know and that's what i really one of the other things that say, I really that's the saving grace because it would have been like sword art and i wouldn't have watched it. yeah yeah no i would have stopped watching it if come <laughs> a complete harem show at that point yeah you should just buy more slaves and have a harem. exactly exactly <laughs> and i'm like nope done okay um but yeah so that i thought was also very good and it did have great character interactions between even some him and some of the the secondary characters like when he the townspeople when he's like going through and um said fixing the things that the other heroes mess up mm. um i, I mean, really like how at the end they, they tied it back to like them yeah uh, well you know what happens they all mm. come up later at the end of the story the other like, the, the nice other thing i also really liked is that it it portrayed a racist world accurately because there was there were at times where there was very overt racism against um the the non-human like the mixture of human and animal characters but there was also times where there was More very racism like persecution like crusade level persecution yeah. of them yeah 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 i mean like high high levels 
Yeah. Um, and that was one of the things. One of the things I didn't like is they kind of had an a um, take your key. He, uh, have your cake and eat it too moment where the raccoon girl was going to kill one of the most racist characters in the show and she stopped herself because she didn't want to become like him but he still died because he like fell out of a window or something that was he one of the things he that doesn't die though well but eventually he, yeah he doesn't die then so that he can release a terrible creature and then have that creature kill him so it's even more having your cake and eating it no, too. I think that's falling out of the window, you know. He, he dies. He dies to his own vanity and ideals. It's like how right. I don't know Which how is... familiar you are with Full Metal, but all the deadly sins die to their own sin. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's and that's one of the problems with Full Metal is it's a full like having your cake and eating it too. I, it would have been better if he had survived if she had to pay the price for not killing him with him still being of him still being alive yeah I, but i mean instead she pays to me she pays the price of like the monster being set free and destroyed and, and then have them having to deal with the monster that's so to how, me it's almost it. like it's almost like they highlighted by not making that choice and not dirtying your hands i mean he got worse he definitely, mm. he definitely got worse than he was. Than it was before. Okay, like, yeah. interesting. All right, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Okay. Um, and and it so it portrayed that well, and it but there were also times where it was it was less obvious, and it mentions that there are other countries in the world where the racism is reversed, which is mm. what would realistically happen. In that in that kind of world, I think, um, yeah. which I, I mean, thought was a nice any, any human <laughs> right. humanoid world. It happens in our world. Exactly. Exactly. City centers have a certain race. They're polarizing in some degree. Mm-hmm. System, support systems are set up in a way that keep people certain ways, no matter where you're from. Yeah. Right. So, I so that like the people that well. might be on Demi Human Island might just ha- not have the means to leave, or even if they like don't like being. Uh, persecuted you know they don't have a choice to move so you're like a peasant in a kingdom Uh yeah it was it was good but also not the main driving force no i would be i'd be annoyed if they made like the racism a bigger deal probably not because i'm weak to that being a topic of a show so much as it, it would just be kind of out of character like they encounter the proper amount of racism resistance it's not like they're trying to chart, change the hearts and minds of people. They're just trying to stop the people that are actively persecuting. Right, right. And I think it would. They would have to change if they had changed the focus of the show. It would have. They would have had to really do a lot of things differently. But I think that it's that it's done so well when it's not the focus is a point in the show's favor. You know, they don't yeah, just do the the main beats well it could have been bad if they gave it less attention and it could have been bad if they gave it more attention like after he releases the monster their next goal is to like reassure the town that he was the bad guy for hating demi humans (laughs) like that wouldn't be very interesting no it would not it would not this is why racism is bad it's like you see the bad consequences of it and that's enough to show you (laughs) and it, it becomes like a you expect to start hearing the and now you know and knowing yeah. is half the battle. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's it's the it's the case of where why I like the second half. It's showing instead of telling. It's too much mm. telling in the first half. Mm-hmm. 
I don't mm. need his monologue to be like, this world's worse than mine. People are right. more racist, which is like something he would probably say in the first few episodes with how much monologuing they gave him. But in the second one, they just show you why it's bad. Okay. That's okay. Now I can see. Talking. You see what I mean? It's okay. like, yeah. He, yeah, he yeah. had to really amplify everything happening to him when it was already pretty apparent it was bad. Right. It was right, right. I see. Okay. You're like, be, being accused of rape is bad. And then he's like, but no one even trusts me. And you're like, well, yes. They, they established that by accusing you of a crime. <laughs> mm hmm. Or convicting you of a crime with no yeah. evidence. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like his when life is said, clearly bad. And then, like, there's too much monologuing about it being bad. Mm. Okay. I got you. So yeah, great show. My favorite character is probably Futoria. Because other than Melty, she's like the first real consequence, mature view of the world. One, because like it's established she's like 300 years old. And she's seen all of this happen before. Ah, so not Philo, Futoria. Got it. Okay. Yeah, Futoria. Okay, I thought you said Philo. She's a giant chicken when she transforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to pick on you if you said Philo because... She's very mature in the way that she's won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This one is very old and she was like the shield hero of previous times. It was nice to her and stuff, but she presents like the real consequences of like if the the heroes can't get it together, then I'm going to have to kill them all. And you're like, oh my God, that's very grim for such a cute character to say. (laughs) But it's like a real consequence. Like she's serious about it. But right. then she also portrays of like what the stakes are and uh, what they have to do to not be killed by her. Mm-hmm. So to me, she's my favorite. She's like brief, but she's the same refreshing perspective of like now Fumi's mature and he's doing what he's got to do to succeed. But like the consequences, other than how it's bad for him, just aren't really announced in the show until then. Mm hmm. And I think, like, she's my favorite just because she got the role of, like, stepping up all the consequences in the show. And so it's probably and, just a consequence of, believe... like, her, her being the messenger that I like her. But, yeah, it's it's believable from her because, like, yeah. she's established as being really powerful and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you see her like, well, she could probably just kill him. So that, that seems yeah. like a real threat. Yeah. She shows up and basically, like, just destroys yeah. something. <laughs> like, like, if, if Melty oh, was... Uh being like the bearer of bad news and was like unless you defend my kingdom i'll kill you i'd be like eh, i don't know yeah it wouldn't work she's also a great example of the show doing of the show doing humor well because there's there's the great scenes where melty's basically writing her like you would write a chocobo mm-hmm. and it's a very funny well done like yeah <laughs> which is another it's another reason why like the threat seems real because you're like by all accounts, she's nice. She let like the little girl mm-hmm. rider yep. for like fun. But then you're yeah. like, well, if the stakes are that high that she's actually going to do it, then that seems dire. Yeah, she and doesn't want to do it for fun. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it, it, she provided a good like her and Philo uh, provide good like counters to the grim nature of the world and the show. And I guess so... one of my biggest critiques is probably the action. The action scenes are underwhelming, by by most accounts. Hmm. So really, I thought the fight with the Pope was good. I mean, I thought that did some. It's epic. good in like, uh, yeah, it's an epic like Final Fantasy battle where like he's unreachable, but he has a lot of spells, and you gotta mm-hmm. like, you mm-hmm. gotta beat him. And that's kind of cool. And the end fight against the Spear Man, mm-hmm. the, the other one, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> is pretty good, <laughs> but. 
Like, the last fight is just very underwhelming. I think. He's yeah, like, is afraid of this much. shield. And it, yeah. it hurts her. And, like, boy, does it hurt her. She makes a being hurt slash erotic noise when he <laughs> uses it. Yeah. But, but like, I wish, there, I wish there was more sword play. Because, like, in the beginning, yeah. it's much better. Like, Philo using her sword, leveling up. And then later, it's, like, zoomed out tactician you're playing the final fantasy game which it was more personal in animation i think hmm. that potential it's probably more expensive i bet but they have a lot of potential in animating good fight sequences and for being the most climactic battle feeling worse than like uh raftalia slashing balloons felt kind of silly i wonder if that's just a stylistic choice though for you because i mean i don't the the final fantasy type battle scenes didn't bother me as much it seemed more because I enjoy those. I enjoy. Yeah. The, I mean, know, plus I'm he's gonna... selling it more because his role as the shield hero is more of a tactician. So right. it makes sense. you should get the overview of like how he's doing the strategy. That's fine. But for seeing like the cool sequences we saw at the beginning of the show, where Raptalia looks pretty cool slashing stuff and moving quickly. Oh yeah, she was a good sword uh, fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Glass should have been fighting like that, and she kind of just like dirtles around on the ship, getting zapped. Mm-hmm. Like she never really moves in a cool way that's like animated impressively. They like charge her up and she just runs in a straight line and gets zapped. You're like, well, that's not very okay. cool. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah. Even her first fight is much more impressive. They almost like tone it down after the Pope. They're like, now he is the overseer of battles rather than the participant. And like everything's just zoomed them. out. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Interesting. So what. Yeah, you'll have to sometime you'll have to show me something that you think has the best battle scenes for comparison purposes because that that didn't bother me as much as it did you here. But mm-hmm. I can see that it's that this type of battle stuff that they did definitely changes. Yeah, it's not as, yeah, it's not gr- disagreeable so much as I like saw what they could do and I was disappointed I didn't get more. Mm. Um, but also that's probably because Raftalia was doing all the fighting in the beginning, and then later his tactics actually mattered, so it makes sense they shifted. Yeah. Anyway, that's probably be... too deep of analysis. <laughs> I don't know. We probably wrap it up if we're getting into battle tactics. Yeah, so. I kind of enjoy that deep analysis. But I yeah. agree. I think I would give this show a on a 10 scale, probably an 8. Um, is I think there are things it could have done better. I wish it had dealt delve more into the philosophical stuff maybe a little bit if i was going to give it a nine or a ten but it was in very enjoyable Which it could get to right yeah oh no it could it's off in yeah. a way where it could get the, the stuff that nine. it ended with it could get real interesting real fast um the but i mean we can only review what's been out so far yeah um but that's more just a you know, my preference in what I like. You know, I mean, that's than... any rating system. I've already <laughs> spent a whole <laughs> podcast episode bashing the 1 to 10 scale because it, it means nothing unless you have like a big... When someone asks right. your opinion I mean, on a show, it's because they know you, not because they know a 1 through 10 rating system. I try to review shows separate from just my preferences, but yeah, you can't... But it's impossible. It's, it's real human. hard to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. some people, film critics do it, and they're largely hated for it because it's so impersonal. But if you're like scholarly enough to critique some of what we did in Promised Neverland, like the camera work and stuff, then you can do it because it's objective in some mm-hmm. regards. Mm-hmm. But we certainly didn't do it with this show. No, uh, feel, no, no. I feel no, similar, though. I would give it yeah. 
like the first half i'd say like a seven and the second half especially towards the like last five i'd give it like an eight and a half like i was pretty bored in the big like the second half the second part of the first half i'd say like around 10 and 11 i was like this show is just not going anywhere mm-hmm. um but then namely, I, like, like in episode 12 it definitely started picking up yeah again. like right before the conspiracy or it's like yeah, he got back yeah, and yeah. Like, people hate yeah. him a little less because he's helping villagers and like i don't want to watch him help villagers forever <laughs> 12 more episodes yeah yeah and so but then by the end i was like really pumped and i want more so like overall yeah, i definitely give it want... an eight because i kind of feel like seven and eight it like ramps up Mm-hmm. I definitely will hope they do more of it and we get to figure out more about the waves and see what stuff's going on. Yep. Good stuff. Yep, yep. Yeah, a couple questions I want to talk to you about when after we stop. That's good sure. enough now. S- summon, summon our orator. Alright. <laughs> we <laughs> must summon our own shield hero. Yeah. So, questions I have, because I've obviously never seen the show. Is yeah, there more? Is there more coming down the pipeline, or is it kind of at a point of? Um, I know there's more source material, but I have no yeah. idea what they're doing for working on it. There, there is more source material. It's at a point where it could. It's at a stopping point, a resting point. I would not say it's at an ending point. Okay, well, I'm just saying like I had to wait 13 years for more Full Metal Panic. All right, do you think we'll be at that point of like? Hey, there's more but source material. They just haven't animated yet, or they haven't got that far. Like, they have to... I, don't, I don't think so. They I think to... an isekai show like this has got to do it soon, was... or else it just kind of fades into obscurity. Was this a show based on an existing manga, or was this all original, or what was this? No, was I think it's, it's based on a manga light novel situation. Yeah, no, it okay. was not all original. Um, so they haven't. They haven't. So my question is, do you know if they've plowed through all the existing material? At this point, I don't. I don't think they have. Waiting. I think there's more material that's left that they have not played yet. Okay. I don't think it's a we have to wait for the original writer to write more situation. Okay, I could be wrong on that though. I was just curious. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, and I think, I think it did well enough that just from people I know, people have been talking about it, you know, liking it reasonably, mm-hmm. and it got enough push like on Crunchyroll and other places uh which is why ann did their review that they did on it because uh, it was getting popular uh, whatever. um whatever. and you know you bash something as popular you get views the um that there should be money enough that it made enough money basically that somebody would want to continue it mm-hmm. gotcha well cool um well i think that's it for this episode uh maybe we'll be back in three or four months who knows maybe sooner <laughs> <laughs> I've stopped giving out timelines. Yeah. Like every episode is like, oh, sorry, guys. We went to record 14 <laughs> years ago. Oh, yeah. wow. No, they're very far ahead of where they stopped. They stopped only volume 10, and they're on 18. Oh, so you got a whole yeah. other season. Okay. For, for example, stuff. 11 was published in 2014, so they stopped like six years ago. Oh, wow. Season. So they got tons of material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got tons more stuff they could do. Cool. Cool. Well, okay. Uh, well, check out bonsaibeat.com. Uh, there you'll find a review index of all our past episodes. And uh, I guess until next time, we'll be reviewing Sword Art Online Alicization. And uh, By then, a new Sword Art might be out. Probably. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. All By right. next time, we'll get to review a show that they kind of only... <laughs> See you in November. <laughs> This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. 
If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.